Black sheep business, doing business on our own terms, cause we've been around the block. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you? How are you? <laughs> I'm so good. Pride was this weekend, so I'm feeling I know. Great. Tell me about that. <laughs> Um, it was good. Shannon, my partner, was a vendor at our local Pride and um, really held it down for the lesbian representation. There's not usually, honestly, a lot of that at Pride. <laughs> so wow. it was Shannon um, and she did really well and we met a lot of people and um, it was a lot of fun. That is amazing. I love that for you. How was your weekend? It was good. I spent some time just gardening and relaxing and cleaning, getting everything into the summer vibe because that's what I do when summer kicks off. So I love it. Mm -hmm. Yay. I need to know about, do you also do like seasonal decor? Like when fall comes, will there be another? Oh, of course. Yeah. Like the whole yeah. house forms, colors, feelings, vibes, scents, everything. So it's like a whole pause, change, get everything out, put away the, the other stuff and, and begin. Isn't that what everyone does? <laughs> no, I think I'm allergic to seasonal decor, but it's because I grew up with so much of it. I think my mom has a whole like storage facility for her seasonal decor. So I just did too much growing up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I have a, a bin for every season and multiple bins for the bigger seasons. So. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think there's like 24 oh. Christmas bins at my mom's house because she has villages, you know. Oh, I do too. I love villages. <laughs> I have a Halloween village though that is to die for. I bet I have none of those things. We make um, the cutout um, snowflakes for Christmas and I put those on the windows and a tree. Oh, well, there you go. There's something. Something, <laughs> but it doesn't need a bin. We recycled them. <laughs> All right. Um, today's kind of an interesting episode. We're talking about work trauma, which um, I feel like I'm starting to see some conversation about that online a little bit, but it's not something that... Um, was really a part of my awareness until the pandemic, really, when it kicked up a lot of dust around feelings about work. And we were talking about this before we started recording a little bit too. I think that um, our attitudes toward work, the way that we are supposed to <laughs> behave towards work um, are really dysfunctional. And we're used to having, you know, when we have personal crisis, understanding that like the show must go on and work must go on. And then sometimes organizing our lives, even in crisis around work. Um, and that made sense. But when we were all doing that, when we were all in crisis and all still having to organize our crisis around what was best for our work so that we could sustain our lives. <laughs> um, right. right. I think that that was like a collective like alarm bell that like something is really, really wrong here. Yeah, it, I agree with you. And it's it's interesting too, because I think we also almost use work as an excuse to 
kind of not have to deal with the, the things that are going on, especially if they're significant and heavy. So we throw ourselves in, which then causes even more damage because we're not dealing with it. And then here we are in this like learned automatic response of work first, everything there's a priority, everything else can wait at home on the back end personal. And then we have a complete, most of the time, like awakening when everything falls apart personally, because there's been no room to grieve or process or to assess. And it's definitely been interesting kind of post pandemic to mm-hmm. see what people are realizing and what's now shifted for them. Mm-hmm. I was surprised to find that in this, you know, latest iteration of my business where I have no boss <laughs> for some time. Um, and I've had so many, I mean, even just for the last five years, since I was financially independent and also suddenly <laughs> independent, needed to figure things out. Um, I've done everything from waitress to marketing to like little odd jobs on the side, multiple jobs at the same time, whatever. And one of the through lines in all of it was this like constant sense of urgency, regardless of whether it's like that guy needs a straw wrapper or an Instagram post needs to go up. They're all the same level of urgency. It's all super high. Um, and I found myself on my own trying, like falling right into that pattern, even though the only person I was really answering to was me, you know, and both in our our mastermind group that we do together. And then also in my own business, we provide services. Like we work for people. We don't just like, you know, I don't know, show up and razz it. Yeah, we do work. Hang out on Zoom. (laughs) Yeah. So there's like there are deliverables and I have deadlines, but I set those. I work with very reasonable people that could fully wait another day if they need it. Like there's just no reason. Um, and I've, I've spent the last year really trying to reprogram my nervous system with like this freaking aura ring and everything I can get my hands on to see like what's actually going on with my nervous system and how can I train it to calm down primarily because of work. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? It's it's really interesting. I've been doing the same. And it's part of why I really wanted to take a, a pause and reclaim summer because I found myself in the same scenario where it's like, I am forcing myself to these deadlines that I've set for myself, but then I can't do anything else until this is done. And I got to get this and something else came up with my family or something happened, but I can't do it because I have to work. Like, really? What's going on here? Why are we overworking to this deadline that we've set? But it, it's it's that conditioning mm-hmm. and it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just not how I want to live. Like I don't have that level of urgency even around family stuff. Like my general, like without all of this <laughs> demeanor is pretty chill. Like I just assume be flexible, see how things shake out. You know, like I'm not, Um, I'm not type A, I'm not putting things in spreadsheets generally for funsies. Like that's not my personality. And then it's like, it was ingrained in me. And this is not like, it would be unfair to point to like any one job even because it's really a cultural thing that like, not only do I need to be stressed and in this constant sense of urgency, but I also need to perform that stress and urgency so that others can see how important this is to me, which like, really? Like, (laughs) 
none of my jobs have been, you know, life-saving measures. You know, I'm not an EMT. Like I don't. Nobody's going to die if you don't get something to them at six o'clock. Right. Does the Instagram post doesn't go up at the exact time or whatever, you know, and then especially with the men that I have worked for, there's been with social media, this um, complete delusionment around like, I'm just going to make things go viral. So not only is there um, a constant pressure to be stressed about things, but then there's also wildly unrealistic expectations. And I feel like that's a part of the conditioning too, is that like, people aren't going to do things unless you demand it and you got to demand the highest thing. And so it's like, um, makes me think of Austin Powers and the like $1 million situation. <laughs> like that's every man I've ever worked for. And I'm like, bro, you gave me 25 cents. I do not know what you want me to do. To make this right. 25 cents in 30 minutes to perform. <laughs> yes. So I could probably make that into a couple bucks, but the million dollars and you repeating it does not change. That's not ever going to happen. <laughs> and that's no. normal. Exactly. You know, and I also, it's, it's funny because I've seen this show, up, especially recently in with contractors that I work with that do some things for me that help support different things that I'm doing and even in clients on getting some of these things. Like I do feel like we have fallen into this weird programming where everything needs to be done yesterday. And if it doesn't, then everybody's mad or we're not on time. And it's, it's interesting because we're not allowing people to process, even with deliverables, like things need to be reviewed. Um, you need to look at what's going on, think about it, reassess, and then hand it back over, have some things shifted. And there's this really interesting expectation on timelines and urgency. And it's like, no, <laughs> like, let's pause. We're all human. We all have lives. We all have things that we're doing. It's, it's just a weird shift that we we got into. And I, I think it's really important that we shift out of it because it's very traumatic. Yeah. And I think that when I found myself recreating those things for myself is when I recognized, and it, it, it still sounds odd saying it about myself. I wouldn't think that about someone else, but like the PTSD that I had from these jobs, um, because I recognize I've had PTSD before. Right. So I recognize the like impulsiveness of it and the, the, it, usually feels like a, a real sense of urgency and also the other side of it, doom, you know? And I'm like, just me and me in my office with all lovely clients <laughs> who I am absolutely certain that if I, I could just text and say, hey, right, <laughs> would you be all right with receiving this tomorrow instead of today when it normally comes? Because they don't even like, it's for the following week. I make false deadlines because ADHD. Anyway, right. it's none of this. <laughs> None of it's an emergency <laughs> and I'm no. still over here like feeling panicked when it's time to turn something in. And so I, um, let's, should we talk about like maneuvering out of it? <laughs> yes. Let's do I, that. Just, I just got a notification the other day. So I have an aura ring, which is, um, the most expensive tracker I've ever gotten, but I specifically got it because it tracks so many variables as relates to your nervous system. Um, and the heart rate variability when I got it was really, oh God, I can't remember if it's low or high was bad or good. It was not good. 
Um, and I just got a notification from my aura ring that my heart rate variability is now optimal. So that's like, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Celebrate that. <laughs> what did it take to get there is the question, right? <laughs> Late. Huge. Yeah. Um, so I, and interesting to me, I like rules. I just don't like if they don't make sense or someone else has set them that that doesn't make sense. Um, and so I started to create new rules for myself that I was really strict about. And one of them was, um, I never override the point that I'm done working. Um, and I like, you know, I usually start working before nine. So I have like nine to five in my head, but if I start working at seven and I go to five, that, you know, that's a lot, a long day. Yes. And also those numbers are made up and sometimes I sprint and sometimes I lay down. All of these things are possible, but like, um, there's a point usually around three that I'm like, okay, this is enough, enough for me. Uh And there's a mode I call college mode. It's like finals week, you know, where you're just like, screw it. I'm staying up all night. I'm in a jam. Right. And I don't have that anymore. Same as I like hangovers aren't the same. Like I can't college mode. I had a mini stroke last year. We're not playing, you know? Um, And so when I find myself hit that wall, I'll assess, I'll give myself another 10 minutes to kind of tidy up. And, you know, if I completed one more thing today, what might that be? And then I'm done. I don't override my own knowing that I need to be done. And that has been huge. Yes, yes. I think boundaries, just enforcing our own personal boundaries is really important. And and knowing, I think too, we're so programmed, like when something comes in an email or a message from a client that we have to act immediately. And I love that I'm more aware of that. And I have hard cutoffs most of the time. I mean, there's a couple of times where I'll, I'll still kind of peek at something, I'll see it come in. And if it looks urgent, then I'll respond. But I think honoring those boundaries and cutting off those times to just put work aside and step into life is really important. I think that's very helpful. Mm -hmm. I took um, email notifications off my phone and I realized sometimes I'll get through the whole day and not have checked my email, which feels great (laughs) because also I don't have any like client arrangements or otherwise where they should expect immediate responses to emails. That's just not... That's important actually, especially because I do creative work. I think everybody needs the kind of space creatives do, but I do know that a part of my process needs to be like going on a walk. (laughs) This is where a lot of creative stuff comes from. And so I need, you know, space for those things. And that does not include being constantly available. And that's been a nice shift. And every time I get to the end of the day and I'm checking my email for the first time, I'm like, take, take a moment and notice that like, nothing bad happened. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's all still there. <laughs> yeah. Which is another thing that work from home did that was interesting is a lot of people got anxious about a lot of um, organizations, companies got anxious about what their employees were doing. And so they would like test that someone was available via email or find different ways to like track what people are doing in their homes. And that is traumatic. Yeah, it is. It is. It's because you get conditioned to see like, oh my gosh, there's a message. I need to run back and get it. Or I'm going to get in right. trouble or something bad right. is going to happen. Wild. I could yeah. be eating. I could be peeing. I could be on a phone call for you. Like <laughs> <laughs> there's so many options. And it's also funny to me because the reality is, what is it like people work an average of three hours a day when they go into an office? Yes. 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 So, 
it doesn't yeah. even make sense that people are just like, I, I don't know. In my mind, I'm like, you're paying for work. Is If the work is done, then it's good. And the idea that I think that that increased the way that we felt um, both urgency and like the need to prove ourselves at work was this idea that people are at home just, just fucking around. <laughs> I know, just, just like hanging out, watching whatever, do, doing nothing. I mean, it, it's, it's yeah. odd. However, so much did get done, you know? It's, yeah. It is weird. It's interesting to look at it. And just, I think the need of need for control that we fell into with, you know, and I think we're doing it, we we're not anymore, but we were doing it even to ourselves, but exercising this like control of you've got to do this, you've got to do that now, this has to be done today. And we got used to that because of work, you know, working for other people too. I feel like that's the way they had control when they didn't have control in other ways and other things with life, all the things, especially with people working remotely was to exercise this. You need to be available 24 seven. Whenever I reach out, this is urgent. Like it doesn't matter if you're sleeping, it doesn't matter what time zone you're in. When I summon you, you must respond. So again, like boundaries, it's so important to check in on those boundaries. The other thing too, that I have found really important is movement because I do personally spend so much time at my desk on the computer that, you know, I found myself sitting way too long, which had a whole bunch of other issues that showed up, you know, from doing that for a long time. I hurt my back. I've been in physical therapy and now it's looking at, okay, some of this is coming because you sit so long and you're not moving. And so I've made it a huge point to move multiple times throughout the day pause things and get up. I mean, why don't we do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like returning to humaning. And yes. I think, like, I, I think that's why it's so important to me that we talk about this and also name it trauma. And that's not the same as like needing anybody to be the villain or any job to be whatever. It's just like, we've been through a lot. And a big uh -huh. portion of that was figuring out how we were going to survive in this time. <laughs> well, yeah. everyone's like not at their best. <laughs> and a part of that has been this trauma around work, around the way that we survive and the way that that's showing up still now. Um, I know that I've noticed myself even transferring that to other people. And I've had to really sit and check in with myself, which is another regular practice of mine when I'm like making up a story about someone or something, <laughs> like pausing and being like, okay, <laughs> story is that is, is it, I'm just going to say Patty, cause you're sitting here on the, but is Patty really demanding that you do something right now? Or are you feeling? <laughs> right. I'm all iron now, right this minute. I don't care if you're peeing. <laughs> I need it right now. Hello. Yeah. And just checking in with what's true right now. <laughs> and then if that were to be true, then that would be a really great point for me to pause and say, I'm not actually available to work like that. Um, especially when you have the ability to do that. I think that that's Im important um, to recognize or even just check in about if you have a job and not, a, you know, where there is a boss and you do have to stay there for your survival yeah. for now anyway, then check in and see about how we can shift things. Is there a way that I can get, you know, that list at the beginning of the day so that I have whatever, where, how can you make more space for yourself where the other person feels like they are able to communicate whatever they need to communicate to you. And also you can feel less pressure throughout the day because 
we're we're not well and the no. way that we work is a big part of it no we're not it's funny too because I was even thinking the other day my family got so used to when certain notifications went off on my phone it didn't matter where we were what we were doing it was like oh is that work do you have to go like do we need to stop and still to this day although that's not the case anymore but when certain notifications go off on my phone everyone around me is like do you need to get that and it's this like I know it's it's so ridiculous and now it's it's funny because I'm really practicing hard to just you know what they can sit there's not this instant response that needs to happen there's a time which is why I block a lot of things I time block for responses on some of my my different apps that you know they can go off all day but I'm only going to respond at this time. And again, the people that I'm working with, because I do work a little differently with my one-on-one clients, they know how to get a hold of me if there is something that is an SOS, but it's not through these other notifications. And so yeah. having those boundaries is huge, but, but seeing that response, my own nervous system in the beginning, it was like a body jolt every time it went off and seeing my family still doing this when we're when something happens it's it's just it's traumatic for not just us but for the people that were around and so reclaiming that is huge yeah which is really powerful the idea that like a sound could go off on your phone and then everybody must stop yes and at like any time yeah yeah I also like I do respond pretty quickly to the to that one actually and um I have a couple of clients that can text and you know, usually to emotional things. And I like being available. And I also know that that availability is not demanded, that I'm not losing work if I'm not available. And that when I like set my phone down, I love losing my phone during the day. And like knowing that I have plenty of work. (laughs) Great. Like setting your phone down and walking away. I mean, it's been years, honestly, since I've been able to do that. In the last several months, it's been been quite fun to to know that I can set it down and not check on it for hours and the world's going to be fine (laughs) we're all going to be okay yeah so I think if you're listening and relating and there's like any part of you that's like what about the hustle what about the go out and get it I'm like yes to that and also um for me I always want to make sure I feel like I'm in choice that like I am choosing to go the extra mile right now. I'm choosing to do more because I'm launching. I'm choosing whatever, as opposed to like, there is a sense of urgency in my body that will not turn off even when this is done. But those are different things. One requires like a whole restorative process. And the other is like, you know, the feeling that it's on and you're gonna really go after something. And that's not the same, especially when it's like driven by yourself. Right, right, exactly. It is, there are some things, yes, where it's a time and a place. It's not 24 seven. And that's the point. That is the yeah. point. It doesn't have to be every day, all the time. We got to love ourselves and show up for ourselves. Yeah. So if that feels really impossible, I would recommend starting with like five to 15 minutes of something that you know feels really good to you, like a walk, a meditation. Um, putting on noise canceling headphones and dancing, whatever is going to bring you back to yourself and do that as, as often as you can, especially when things start to turn up inside your body and feel like, you know, we should not feel like a lion is chasing us at work all the time because it's not. No, not fight or flight. 
Also, I think it's really helpful to silence your notifications for certain things. When you are doing something for you or with your friends or family, something that's restorative that needs your attention and to be present, just for that moment, that space, silence your phone, turn off notifications. It's okay. It's going to be all right. Start yeah. there. Yeah. I, you know, I accidentally had my phone on do not disturb for like a week and it was the best. I haven't gone back. <laughs> I know every time I send you a message, I'm like, oh, she's still got it on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just don't feel like being disturbed ever. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know. And I have mine programmed for night so that it just shuts off and comes on in the morning and I don't look at it. No, everything and can it wait. Feels really good. Yeah. And if it can't wait, especially when you are um, in charge of yourself and we're talking about client work or whatever, then I would be in, in a real hurry to replace that income if I needed it. Because anybody that wants to operate with it, and I've, you know, we've talked about this. I have left a lot of money on the table this year. I know you have too. Um, yeah to protect my nervous system. And even from people that I really love, but who are just in this cycle of urgency that I can't be in with them. Yeah. We're not, we're not baby stroking again. We are out here with an optimal no. rate variability. Okay. Yes. Yes. Like reclamation of all the things we're here, we're here. So yes, yeah. have those conversations. Also too, I would suggest that, you know, if you are in a space where you're working with someone or for someone open the dialogue, have that conversation with them because they may be feeling the same thing. And sometimes they're the lack of awareness that's happening that may be helpful to bring to the table. Yeah. I like to open those kinds of conversations with I've been thinking about, or I would really like to. And so it feels like you're inviting them into a conversation about your inner world and not accusing them of anything. And that yeah. is exactly. I've noticed this. What have, what have you experienced? really easy ways to engage that. Yeah. Well, good luck. Um, we are with you. We want your nervous system intact. Okay. You deserve to be valued and appreciated for what you bring to the world and also left alone most of the time. Yes. You deserve to pee in peace. We all do. Pee in peace. <laughs> Black sheep business. Doing business on our own terms Cause we've been around the block <laughs>